0: I'm Cody Crabb. I'm Johnny Flores. And we are the hosts of the Podcast Producers Survival Handbook.
1: The Podcast Producers Survival Handbook is here to help podcast producers, editors, and audio engineers succeed while freelancing.
0: All right, we are here. Episode four now.
1: Quattro. Or if you're you too, Udo, Dos, Tres, Catorce. Catorce.
0: (laughs) Did I I ever mention that I'm fluent in Spanish?
1: No, you didn't. Bono isn't. (laughs) Clearly. Very clearly. Catorce. Catorce. That's
0: 14. (laughs) Yeah. Well, hi. Uh, Nice to see you again. We've actually launched by the time we record this episode. So if you're hearing this, we had a little bit of a backlog, which is smart. That's a good thing to do with clients. It's a nice little pro tip there. But yeah, we've officially launched, and I heard that we
1: actually have a, a our first fan. Is that right? Yeah, uh, actually two. One was oh, on Reddit. Yeah? I'm probably going to butcher the Reddit title. Buke Moyer, A B U C H M O E M O Y E R. A Buke, you know Moyer. who you are if you're listening. Yeah, you'll know who you are. They wrote just, "Hey brother, just listen to your first episode of your new pod. Good blank. <laughs> trying to keep this PG." I'm a podcast host and enthusiast and would love to have you on our show. So, yeah. Wow, they, great. They want to have us on the show eventually. Cool. On their podcast. And then we had our first subscriber on YouTube, Daniel Preston. Daniel, thanks for subscribing. We appreciate that. If you're listening to this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. We've been really bad about asking people to
0: do that. Oh, yeah. And what's really funny is, like, who would know better than us? Like, who would would remember that more than we would? And we just still don't even, we're not even remembering to do
1: it. It's like, doctors make the worst patients, mechanics (laughs) always have broken down cars. (laughs) I
0: will say, though, it has been refreshing, making a lot of podcasts and then doing this with someone that, like, has some background knowledge, like... It's just really, it's really nice. It's really nice.
1: Yeah. Especially us handing off production responsibilities. I know, right? Just like you got it, right? Yeah, you got it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For our first few episodes, we decided we kind of wanted to just cover the super basics, the most basic topics we could find and the questions we get the most often. So we've done like finding clients, you know, and networking is probably one of the ones that I would think of as one of the most important things you can do. And so that's our topic today. And I would say we network differently. Johnny and I do. We've kind of met through networking. And the that's why we big we're
1: networking event for podcasters. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess the first thing is like someone that goes, look, I just want to like submit a resume and get clients. Like, what would you tell them if they ask you, like, why do I need to do this? Why do I need to network? And maybe even what is Networking, Like, what does it actually mean? Because you hear the word a lot in kind of
1: business formats, but like, what does it mean to you? To me, networking is basically face-to-face advertising. I'm going in, I'm talking to mm. people at a networking event and basically saying, here's what I do. Ask me questions about it. The great benefit about freelance and producing podcast production is not a lot of people know how to do it. And lots of organizations need help doing it. So as soon as they hear, oh, you do podcast production, I just get tons and tons of questions. Mm -hmm. So that's how I look at podcasting. It's basically I'm shaking your hand, introducing myself and telling you what I do.
0: Well, and what it really is, is growing your network. So that doesn't necessarily mean like I am attempting to pitch my services to Steve, who I just met here. Like you are telling somebody what you do. And they are know- now knowing what you do and you know what they do. And yeah. now they're in your network and they may or may not end up being a potential client. But so why would it, something like that be important? I mean, it, this is obvious, but we're just just so we can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> why, would, why would something like that be important to someone who's trying to find new clients, to someone who is trying to grow their business? What are some unexpected maybe benefits of doing some more networking than you have been?
1: Quick and immediate is you may find someone who's like, I need help. We're trying to launch a podcast. We yeah. don't know
0: what we're doing. The unicorn that's like, not <laughs> yeah. maybe not even a unicorn because it happens a lot. Yeah. But like the ultimate golden opportunity, like
1: that's so weird. We were just talking
0: about, yeah. you know, I, I get that a weird amount actually.
1: The other one is really planting seeds, planting seeds in people's minds Letting it be known that you're in their community, you're out here as a professional producer, editor, audio engineer, mm-hmm. someone who can actually help them develop their podcast and launch it. So they may not need your help. They may not have the budget or the even the need for a podcast. But odds are they know somebody in their professional circle, in their peer group, that needs help. They're planning on launching one, and uh, they don't know how to start They know they're doing it wrong and they're like we need somebody to help us yeah so that's how i really look at it is you're you're the farmer out in your field (laughs) planting your seeds hoping something's gonna you know come up and be harvestable down the road well and see that's a really good point you made because a
0: lot of times the people that i end up talking to are like a catalyst for someone else It's like, oh, I know a guy or I get referred. So I would say that's one of the biggest reasons I think networking is such an important thing because when your network is big, people know what you do. Yeah. Like in general. And some guy that you met at a thing, his friend on Facebook might be like, oh, does anyone know anybody that does podcasts? And he tags you. And it's a friend of a friend is the reason that I got to teach podcast production in Norway because a friend of a friend tagged me. Cause they knew that I use logic and to do podcast production. And it was just, it was one of those opportunities that wouldn't have happened if it hadn't been for kind of this referral sort of thing. So, okay. You have mentioned only kind of in-person networking and you sound like you do that kind of quite a bit. I need to do a little more of that. It's very effective. You can do, get a lot more FaceTime and, connect a personal amount with someone that way. But I kind of wanted to go over some different ways of networking. One way that I do it is online, which is, I would argue, not necessarily as effective, but you can do it more often and more easily. And maybe in that way, it's a little more helpful just because you don't have to like wait for an event and go to a thing and pay some money. And you might just be able to kind of be where people are. And then just wait and see what happens, or or something like that. So a couple options I brought up were Discord servers. So I'm in a, a Discord server of podcasters, and that one has got me a few gigs. Just general kind of podcast production. I've I've found a couple of clients that were looking for uh, like to outsource some of their production, and I've I've worked for people like that before. And then I've also found uh, stuff like. Uh, a Riverside Discord or a dis- a Descript Discord or something like that. There's often like a for hire channel, and it doesn't have to be Discord specifically, obviously. But like a, just a community, it could be a Facebook group, it could be something like that where people are just kind of there. You don't necessarily just want podcasters, but that's a good one. And then kind of in your sort of uh, frame of mind, you know, find someone, find something, find a group that isn't necessarily about podcasting that's local to you, that you have something else in common with, like maybe it's about Dungeons and Dragons. And then you go, you know, you mention that you do podcast production in there, or you find a way to do a collaborative event. And, you know, if you want to start a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons, here's how you do it. Like you kind of can educate other groups about that so that's kind of some ways you can do it online reddit is another one that i've used to kind of follow topics that you were familiar with and maybe even some podcasting groups reddit is okay for that but eh. um, and then i thought i'd mention this but just in a way to to kind of tell you to yeah maybe don't bother these online events that you get like zoom events and stuff where you kind of do breakout groups and stuff. I'm going to be honest, like the the ones that I've been to and I've been to a fair amount just because, like I said, it's I've got kids, you know, it's it's easier for me to make those kind when I'm just online. Those kind of have had not great returns for me. It feels kind of forced and kind of weird. Like it's just they haven't mastered the way to
1: do that yet. I don't think I think Um, the other part of it, too, is people are just burned out from Zoom meetings from the past no that could that could certainly be true yeah i I think yeah i think people just don't pay the face-to-face stuff you're talking to an actual human being they're there you can get a sense of their sense of humor their personality whereas zoom you're just a floating head
0: (laughs) yeah and i think they've done some things that kind of help a little bit but i mean and i'm not saying just completely stay away like if it's either that or nothing like i mean do that but I don't really have advice because I just don't know. I'm just saying, like, you know, this, that may not be as effective as you think it could be. Yeah. And Another thing I wanted to bring up, too, is you kind of you have to contribute in a positive way that isn't self-promotion. So the way that I ended up getting connected with Descript, one of the ways is I just responded to a ton of people with questions in their Discord. I was making YouTube videos about their software. I was contributing to the community before I ever mentioned, like this is what I do. And people often would just be like, Hey, they've just reached out to me. When you're online, you got to be careful to not come across as spammy. A good way to do it is to kind of just, you know, that contribute and maybe drop in that you do podcast production while you're contributing and you'll have way more success that way. And people don't mind if you self promote in that way. But if you say like, Hey, DM me, if you want a podcast editor, like that's not going to (laughs) work.
1: I was at a networking event just last night and they call that equity. You know, you're oh, building yeah, equity. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a great way to community. put it. So
0: That's a really good way to put it. Cuz that's it's just kind of a thing that I you get a sense for of like when you've earned the ability to be like, "Hey everybody, like to promote yourself, you know?" But just coming right into a group and being like, "Hey everybody, if anyone's looking for a podcast editor, just let me know." Like people are going to kind of side-eye that. Like it yeah. comes across almost I wouldn't say desperate per se. But it comes across, like, a little Car too eager. Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That actually leads us to, you know, you did go to an in-person event. Tell us more about this, because this is something that I am not super good at. So I'd love to hear more about kind of how you do this, what you where you go, how you find these places. Yeah,
1: I, yeah. Uh, I get the sense, and correct me if I'm wrong, Cody, but online tends to be more about individuals sorry my dogs are walking out of the, the, <laughs> the room they got bored of this conversation um but i feel like online tends to be more f- about an individual who's looking for help or assistance whereas networking events tends to be more about a person representing a business a professional group i have often found that to be the case yeah, yeah. So the types of events I look for. But not for, always. I mean, it's you never know. True. Yeah, true. There, there's no hard, fast set rule for that. But it, more often than not, that's what I, I find. So the in-person events I tend to look for are anything where it's like marketing professionals, PR mm-hmm. professionals, metro chambers. So like your local business metro chamber. Anything where like people are there because they're looking to expand their business, grow their business. Try to be the industry expert in the room. Anything like that, where their business, their organization has a clear mission and goal statement, and they want to get out in front of that. They want to be a. They want to have a pulpit for their organization. Yeah. So that's the type of in- events I look for. I'll go on Eventbrite to look for those. I know Cody, you're not the biggest fan of LinkedIn. <laughs> not any of. I mean, I'm,
0: I used to be like so good at social media, and I just in the in recent years, like for whatever reason. I just stopped using them as much, and now I'm like I feel like I barely know what's going on. Like I, <laughs> I you know, and I'm, I feel like pretty young. Like I feel like a pretty young guy, but like man, I talk to like my nephew. I have like nephews, like early twenties nephews, and I just feel like a moron. I'm like <laughs> I'm the, I'm that dad, like the, the everybody's yeah. dad that has no idea how to use Instagram. Like that's me now. It's um, a talk
1: tick. What? How do you say that? <laughs> um, but yeah, through LinkedIn, try to follow groups, especially in your community. That's always what I turn to is where I live, the community where I live.
0: Just real quick on those lines. I think it's important to find some kind of common ground,
1: whatever that, and a lot of times it it can just be like that you, that you're local. It's part of your, for lack of a better term, sales pitch when you're talking to these people is I live in your community. When you hire me to run your podcast, those dollars are staying in the community. As Mm. opposed to hiring someone out of state, a county over, anything like that. So that's always a pitch I always put in there Mm. is... I'm a veteran. You're hiring a veteran. I'm a minority. You're hiring a minority. So things like that, that you could talk to. I think everyone's got their version of that. Like mine yeah. is like, Oh, like I'm
0: just a, I'm a small business owner, yep. young, a young dad with kids. Like, yep. you know, breadwinner, just trying to make it work. So there, it, use your version of that. Yeah. To kind of to your advantage, not like to get sympathy or something, but like, you no, know, that's a people, selling
1: point. It's yeah, a strength.
0: Pe- people love like, helping out like helping out the little guy the underdogs you know it's 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 a good it's part of your strengths
1: yeah it looks good to them to say we hired from in within our city we hired within our community it's just a another selling point for them yeah for the for public facing and hopefully that's something they're committed to Uh, look i've been really lucky most of the organizations i work with that's something they really strive to look for is like oh hey he lives in the area But but yeah, uh, so follow on LinkedIn, getting back to that. Make sure you're following the professional organizations. Like there might be a PR organization in your community. Follow your local business chamber. They'll post when they're doing events. And now that things have opened up and now that things are much more open and and people are getting back together, they're hungry for in-person stuff. So make sure you show up to these. Often you will be the only person in the room that can speak to how a podcast is made, how you edit one, what the strengths are. Like, how do you actually launch your podcast? How do you avoid the mistakes? And I will make it as professional as your organization. It yeah. will the professionalism of what I do will reflect the yeah. professionalism of your organization. No, I like th- I like that wording. That's really good. So yeah, you you have to be able to speak to these things at the events, and you should also be able to talk about. Download numbers, statistics, data about podcasting as an industry. What their ROI, the return of investment, is on that podcast? Big time.
0: Uh, so sub- go subscribe to Pod News if you haven't already. Uh, it's a really great way to just get like a quick, super quick rundown. Maybe like a little bit of statistics and a little bit of stuff like that. That it's just kind of in your head. It's a daily email, yeah. and Buzz you can Prout, just kind of have it. Yeah, yeah Buzzsprout Buzz puts too. a
1: thing out every year. Riverside puts a thing out every year. Yeah. I, I subscribe to all of those and I make little sheets and I say, okay, I, I could talk to these three. You know, it's, uh, you should always tell this when you're at a networking event, when someone's like, well, why should I have a podcast? These are the three things you should be able to talk to, like to someone when you're networking is the reasons why some people listen to the podcast. And this is how it'll work for your company or your industry or you as an individual people want to hear interesting stories they want to be entertained and they want to learn something new so mm, that's yeah. your pitch that's how you should always approach it like here's why you need to do a podcast always be prepared when you go into a networking event always 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 always
0: oh yeah i i play a game with my wife sometimes where she tells me like she'll just spring a business on me or like a like a per like a type of person or something and i have to come up with on the spot like an entertaining, interesting podcast oh, idea. Oh, that's um, smart. Well, because it's you, you never know who you're going to talk to. Like, you might yeah. be like, "Oh, I I'm a mushroom forager." Something that's like not particularly interesting. You need to figure out a way to like make it kind of entertaining. You know?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's really smart.
0: Something that I was going to say too is, I'm really referral happy. So like, if there is a part of something, if there's something that like like I'm talking to somebody and I can tell. That there's either like a disconnect, like we're not going to work out for whatever reason or or they want something that I don't provide or something like that. I am like, I jump right on like recommending people, like yeah. recommending other people. And I can't tell you how many times that has paid dividends for me. In fact, this just happened. One of my clients has a copywriter who is a, she's really great. I recommended her because when my one of my other clients was looking for like a, like a long-term sort of copywriter. And then just a week later, she's like, Hey, one of my clients has a podcast and they are not happy with the people they've been working with. Mm. And so, And she recommended me and I landed that client because I I just
1: lost a client. So I think I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's this guy, Johnny. Um, No, but he, but, and, and she's like, I think you'd be perfect because the, the things that they have a problem with are like some of your strengths. And I was kind of like, not only did I get this referral, but I had all this inside information because she's worked with this, these people before. And I don't think she would have even thought of that had I not done that. And she was like jumping at the chance because she kind of owed me for referring her. So I recommend doing that, like being the, being the referral guy, sharing people's links and promoting other people. It's, it's a great way to kind of, not that you're doing it just for like gain, but like you said, get that equity in the community of like participation and and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, no, that's all great, great tips. Yeah. Just the, the more you can be a resource to other people, at networking events or in your community, just the more it builds that equity where people want to turn to you and you can say, yeah, I could do that for you or no, I can't talk to Cody. He's perfect for that. Well, how do you go about networking? What do you say? What are your plans? I know we kind of touched on this a little bit, but like, how do you build your bona fides when you're at a networking event?
0: Yeah, well, I would say my strategy is to kind of just not talk about what I do. My, my strategy is this to kind of chat and just make friends a little bit first. And inevitably people are going to be like, well, so what do you do? Or you're going to talk about like, you know, if usually if you're at an, you're at an event, There's a reason that that you're there, and and that's kind of your jumping off point. I think usually, like a podcast movement, we're like, oh, this is the music is way too loud in here, don't you think? And yeah, oh my gosh, it's it's crazy, but the food's really good. Yeah, you know, and then use kind of the the common ground. Oh, what? So what did you what did you come here for? Did you see any of the? So so just kind of general general vibe chat. Getting building a little bit of a rapport before you ever even open your mouth about your sales or about what you do or anything, and then talking about them first is kind of my strategy. Is saying like being really interested and and like actually genuinely
1: yeah. Tell me some about back yourself.
0: Yeah. yeah. So what do you? What's your podcast about? I see. Or we're talking about like going at podcast movement, but like you said, you're here for a small business thing. So what? What's your business? And and then if there's a way to casually mention without being like, Oh, this is what I do. I th- I would say the most important thing is establishing some kind of connection right away. And then just talking to someone without like an agenda in mind, like yeah. just genuinely talking to somebody and not making it clear, make, not making it obvious that you are that you're like looking to get clients or grow your network really. Cause it's, uh, it's almost like in poor taste to make it obvious. You know what I mean? Like, if someone's like, just, I'm here to get work. Like, that's it just, it's even though we all kind of know that that's what we're doing. Yeah. Like, it's just, it comes across as maybe desperate. I keep saying desperate and maybe that's not the best word, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like people, people don't like desperate people because.
1: They don't want to be sold why, something. They want to, they yeah. want to be helped. <laughs> well, and why would
0: you be desperate if you were that good yeah. at what you were doing is the yeah. vibe that I think comes across. So I,
1: something that you do really well that I don't is you wear a colorful, bright shirt yeah, that this like is- scans out in a crowd <laughs> and it, it sort of draws you into like talking to you. My girlfriend <laughs> jokes that I have three colors that I wear, blue, gray, and brown. And uh, you know, so I don't have anything colorful, but like something like that, that helps you stand out. I have a baseball hat with my logo on it. So I, it doesn't matter the event. No, that's I'll- helpful though. That's really I- helpful. I have my hat on with my logo if I'm out at a professional event, or even if it's just out and about, and someone sees that, they're like, oh, what's with your hat? And then I tell them, and they're like, oh, we've been thinking about doing a podcast. Yeah, Just whatever. Like, they'll see the hat. It's a natural way to be. That's really clever. What do you do? Oh, okay. And then I could talk about that. I literally don't think I've ever seen you without that hat on. Like, that's how often you wear it. I got it at the beginning of this year, of 2023. (laughs) I haven't taken it off I sleep in it. I bathe in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's uh, that's clever. Having a little thing. So,
0: like, I've kind of made that, like, the shirt thing. I've kind of made that, like, a thing I do at these networking events. Yeah. I intentionally, before podcast movement, I bought, like, three super outlandish, like, silk silky aloha looking shirts one had like dinosaurs on it and one has like it's just they're crazy like and one looks like uh like something a magician would wear like with stars and (laughs) moons and stuff it's they're they're wacky and a fun
1: magician not a chris angel style magician
0: (laughs) no yeah like (laughs) a really crappy it's one of those things where I really, I, I'm a little shy. I wouldn't say I'm shy. I'm not shy. But I really, I'm an introvert. So, like, doing these events and stuff is exhausting to me. I yeah. don't like talking to strangers. Once Once I get a flow going and I'm talking to somebody, it's totally fine and it, this and that initial like approach and stuff is so hard for me to do like it's just building up to do it but i come across i don't come across that way i'm sure you would probably say like I, i'm surprised to hear that because i yeah
1: no no no, <laughs> no. not at all yeah you're very personable friendly i never get like introvert vibes my, my girlfriend's an introvert i'm an extrovert and you know and i i know how hard it is for her to do stuff like that you know and i'm always like hey, hey hey <laughs> it's the Johnny show.
0: Well, And I, I just kind of am like, I, I enjoy it once I'm there, but that initial hurdle. And then also I need yeah. like recovery time. I'm like going back to my hotel room and like, I'm going to lay down for two and a half hours now and just be alone. Cause I just, I was <laughs> around so many people.
1: Oh, so uh, one other thing about in-person events, always have cards and always get whoever you're talking to get their card. You know?
0: Because- and, the, and the thing is like, it's tempting to get really fancy with this, like get those tap. Cards or like just have a QR code or whatever, but and you can do those too, but like really though, like and and this is not an old fashioned thing. Like, I am very tech forward, like, I tried this and it's it's hard to like everybody's got different phones and everybody's got different comfortability with technology. Everybody can just take a card and like have
1: your have a card. So, give them your card for sure, but always get their card so you can follow up. I I learned early on, I would just give them my card. And hope that they follow up. And nine times out of ten, they don't. They forget.
0: Not only that, you're not going to remember who you gave your card to. Like, it's impossible. If you give away 50 business cards, there's literally no chance you're going to remember all these people. So it's really good to, like, have that kind of. And in fact, I actually, when I do these events and stuff like that, I try to write everything down. Like who I talk to, oh. what they do, things like that, because odds are they're going to reach back out to me or I'm going to get in, try to get in contact with them or whatever. So just having like, even if I don't remember names or something, I'm just like redhead lady with the weird purse. And like, there's anything I can remember, um, laser tag, yeah. loved
1: talking about laser tag. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: See, cause the whole point is obviously you want to remember who they are, but like, Anything, any information that you can remember, I think that kind of doing a quick download after you get back or like something like that. That's smart. Um, Because that way you just, yeah, if you do, if you don't have the card from them, then that's, you're going to need to do something like that. And
1: I follow up the next day. I don't do it the night of, I I follow up the next day just to keep some of that desperation sweat out of the email. (laughs) Smart. That's so
0: smart. Well, and the other thing too, is you can just, they don't, you don't have to, yeah. Also, this isn't dating, like just reach out. Like, There's no real quick. Yeah. There's no timeline that is like, just don't stress about that. I, I see a lot of people like how long should I wait before I follow up? Yeah. Like don't like email a million times in a row, but like every four or five days is fine. Like that's enough time where it's like, they just probably forgot or whatever. And and eventually they were, they're going to say like, if you email them without stopping, they'll eventually either say, hi, let's book a time or, yeah, we're actually going to go a different direction eventually (laughs) and because they don't want you to email them forever. So yeah, they (laughs) won't ignore you forever either. Eventually it'll come to the point where they'll be like, Hey, sorry, we just need to, (laughs)
1: we need to just take care of this right now. Cool. Well, I think that's a lot of good actionable items and tips and advice. I wish I had Known about this stuff when I first started off, especially the importance of networking. I'm trying not to say double negative here. It's never turned out poorly going to a networking event.
0: Yeah, at best neutral. Like lose a few bucks and then you've met people.
1: Yeah, and most of them are free anyways. It's just the, the pr- ones that are put on by professional organizations like a association of.
0: Yeah, like a whenever. small business association. Or yeah, something like that,
1: they'll yeah. charge you. You know, there's like a twenty dollars fee to get in, but it's usually worth it. Well, uh, if people want to follow you, Cody, or uh, reach out to you, how do they do that?
0: Yeah, so you can check out my website, codycrab.com. You can get Descript and check it out and try it if you like it. You can go to Descript.cc. That's my referral link. Get in touch with me if you have any questions or anything for me specifically. But if it's anything for like the podcast in general, or if you want to uh, kind of follow the
1: podcast, what should they do, friendo? Well, we're not on social media, so you have to email us at podcast. Oh, my dogs are coming back in. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) Oh, he's done. He's done. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's wrapping up. Let's go back in. (laughs) Email us at podcastsurvival at gmail.com. And if you want to shoot an email to me about anything, Johnny at Flores Podcast Productions. I'm pointing at this at my hat for uh, YouTube viewers. But uh, yeah, yeah. Shoot us a question. Shoot us emails. If you need tips, advice, if you want us to be guests on your podcast, anything like that. Or suggest a topic. That's another thing. Yeah. Topics too. Podcastsurvival at gmail.com. We appreciate it and wish you the best of luck in your podcasting endeavors. Bye. Bye.